0: Welcome. This is Carrie Anderson, your show host with Louie and Me Doggy Care Co., and this is the Give Your Dog a Bone podcast. This podcast was created to educate you on the best holistic approaches to pet care and how nature can nurture our four-legged companions. If you want to learn more about the Louie and Me community and how you can become a part of our movement, please subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also connect to our blog, slash blog We post every Friday. We're going to be sharing with you awesome tips and tricks on how you can help your pet thrive, as well as products we use and much, much more. How is everyone doing today? This is Carrie Anderson, your show host. I want to add in there as well that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and that I'll be putting that info in the show notes for you. Now. I am very excited about our topic for the week, which is digestion, our dog's digestive process and how we can help them to optimize their ability to break down foods. So for starters, we talked a little bit about this last week when we spoke about our dog's ability to break down bad bacteria, but I'll say it again. Your dog has a gastric pH level between 2 and 1, so a very acidic environment, right? And this plays a key role in our dog's ability to break down food, but what I want to talk about today is how they take in nutrients, how their bodies absorb it, and how we can change the things that we are doing to help them digest their foods. Because while, yes, they're the ones eating it, we are the ones providing it, right? So, let's talk about how our dogs break down and absorb nutrients. Enzymes. We could do a whole show on enzymes and hey, maybe we will, but digestive enzymes are probably one of the most important contributors to your pet's health. They're so important because they're the first step to setting up our dog's digestive process for success and they can run out of enzymes. So what are enzymes anyways? What are they doing to help our dogs absorb nutrients? So, they're proteins that the body uses to break down and absorb nutrients. Now, most digestive enzymes are created in the pancreas, then they're released to the small intestine, which, as most of us know, the small intestine will do most of the work when it comes to breaking down food. And then it'll turn it into little bundles of energy, right, that our dogs can use, and it helps them function throughout the day and sometimes multiple days like i said these enzymes can run out let me explain a long time ago about eighty eight years ago a man named doctor edward howell you can look him up on google discovered that animals so that includes people too, animals have a certain capacity for the amount of digestive enzymes that they carry throughout their lives This means that the more digestive enzymes that your dog or cat needs to use in order to break down foods, the less that they have, and eventually they will run out. If we feed our dogs a food that they cannot make proper digestive enzymes for, we are literally setting them up to starve to death once they run out of these digestive enzymes. Now, starve to death sounds very dramatic, right? But they will literally run out of their digestive enzymes and no longer be able to absorb nutrients. So, what is hard for your dog or cat to break down? Well, your dog, your cat, they are a carnivore. What are carnivores meant to eat? Bones? Meat? Organs? Glands? When we feed our dogs things that are hard for them to digest, we're causing them that struggle. Their body has to make two times more the amount of digestive enzymes to break those things down. So what does that look like? Well, they create two times more the amount of digestive enzyme. Once they no longer have their digestive enzymes, their body stops absorbing nutrients. They would be living half the amount of time that they could have. This is a huge contributor to a lot of the reasons why we are seeing dogs dying at eight 12, 14 years old when they should be living much much longer. To help your dog, your cat, live a long happy healthy life that you want them to you need to feed them things that is meant for their body. Now there is a study I want to share with you because I feel that it can also help us understand how our dogs absorb nutrients This study was done by the Division of Experimental Medicine at the Mayo Clinic, which I know sounds totally creepy, right? We should insert some X-Files music there. Um, But the Division of Experimental Medicine, they did this experiment in 1934, so we do have to consider this was 84 years ago, but what they did was they did an experiment to see the effects of digestion on the blood flow and where blood was flowing to first when a dog began to eat. So the dogs that they observed were fasted for 18 hours, and I know 18 hours sounds like a long time, but we will actually discuss fasting at some point on the show, and you'll get to learn a little bit more about that. Um, Anyways, the dogs, they were fasted for 18 hours. After those 18 hours, they were presented with a meal. Interestingly enough, the vessels that exhibited prominent change in blood flow were both carotid arteries, the mesenteric arteries, and the external jugular vein. So if you don't know what any of that means, the exterior carotid artery supplies blood to the face and neck. The interior supplies blood to the brain. The mesenteric artery supplies blood to the digestive system, so the intestines, the colon, the pancreas. We talked about the pancreas earlier and how important that organ is. And the exterior jugular vein, that's one of the major veins that runs through the neck, it drains blood from the brain, face, and neck and brings it back down to the heart. Let's take a second to absorb that information. Your dog, when he or she eats, the second food goes into their mouth their is bringing blood to the brain the face the neck the heart the digestive system it's allowing oxygen and blood flow through your dog's body getting it ready to break down and digest the nourishment that it's about to receive that's huge I don't know about you but that study really confirms with me how important food going into the body is because your dog's blood brain heart digestive system the second that food is going into their mouth it's fueling their body all of those important vital aspects of the body are not communicating with one another in a way for no reason right so we have to make sure that that food is real its actual nourishment now this leads me into my next big topic I want to talk about which is mindful eating and some of you may have heard this term before maybe not maybe it's been directed towards you at some point like hey you really eat fast you should slow down but I think we can all say that we've seen a dog completely wipe out a bowl of food maybe kibble maybe raw in seconds and you're just thinking how did they just do that I know I've said this to my Sharpei cattle dog mix a number of times. The other day I gave her a whole trout, a whole trout. She ate it in seconds. And she just looked at me like she was ready for the next thing. So, this idea of mindful eating, it's very important for us to help our dogs practice this concept, especially if they eat fast like my Sharpei cattle dog does. That's why companies make maize bowls right so I'm sure you've seen them I know Kong makes one for sure I'm sure there are other companies out there that make them as well But some dogs just eat way too fast and it can cause issues issues like gas If your dogs inhaling too much air they can get really gassy or in bad cases their stomachs can even flip sometimes this could cause I mean a number of things gas vomiting stomach to flip and we don't want that, right? One, we don't want to smell our dog's farts. Two, we don't want them to be in pain. But when it comes to digestion, it is very important for us to help our dogs practice that mindful eating. So if your dog does eat really fast, you could get one of those maize bowls. If you feed raw, what I like to do is actually give it to them kind of frozen so that it's a little bit harder for them to chew, right? Um, But I do want to share another concept with you that I find personally I find very very fascinating and that is our dog's saliva it's mixed with their DNA very much so like ours you know when you see those cop shows they're always swabbing the inside of someone's mouth for their DNA yeah your dog's spit has their DNA in it as well so it holds genetic information that communicates with the food as they're chewing it Very much so, you know, like the case that we talked about earlier with blood flow. Certain vessels, like I mentioned, communicate with with one another once food gets into the mouth. The saliva of your dog's mouth is connecting with that food. And what it's doing is, from that communication between the DNA and the food, as they're chewing it, the food becomes more recognizable to the rest of your dog's body. So what this is doing is, it's, it's mixing your dog's cells in with the food, making it easier to digest. So once it does get into the stomach or the intestine, your body can say, oh okay, that, that looks familiar, I can work with this. So it makes it a lot easier for them to digest what they're consuming as opposed to inhaling their food and not giving their body enough time to create those digestive enzymes in the mouth to connect and communicate with the food so that it's more easily broken down. That's crazy! I hope some of you can geek out on this with me. If you have a dog that eats really fast, I would push you to get one of those maize bowls or like I said, you can freeze the food if you feed raw. Um, Also, you can feed them pieces a little bit at a time, which can also help. So, another thing that I do to help my dogs digest, and I did say that we would talk about this in a different show, but I will just let you know, especially if you do feed your dogs raw as well, this could help you. Um, I fast my dogs, so I, you know, if you you feed your dog kibble, I would push you to get one of those maize bowls, or feed them pieces at a time so that they're not inhaling their food as much. But what I do is I feed my dogs once a day and it's typically around 9.45 in the morning. The reason why I do this is I'm allowing their bodies around 22 to 23 hours to digest their food. So once I feed them, it can take them anywhere from a half hour to two hours depending on what I feed them to eat and then they won't eat again until 9 45 the next day so I'm giving them a lot of time to digest and break down things and I want the least amount of digestive enzymes to be released I want their digestive enzymes supply to work as little as possible because I want them to live a long life and like I said earlier we will get into fasting and intermittent fasting in a different show, but I did want to share that little piece with you as well, that it does help a lot with digestion. And, and really what I do with my dogs, and, and maybe if you feed raw and you do think your dog needs more time to digest, you know maybe that can be a tool that you can use as well. But this does truly help the digestive system to heal the body and truly function optimally now one last thing I do want us to leave off with today and it is a question that I asked earlier but I want this to resonate with you and I really want you to think about it is the food real is it actual nourishment for your dog's body or your cat's body our bodies these are important questions and I want you to ask yourself the same thing. What are you putting in your dog's bowl or your cat's bowl every single day? Is that nourishment? Is it real food? Can you look at that meal and confidently say, I know where those ingredients are sourced from. I know what that does to my dog or my cat's body and I am providing them with true nourishment. I know I am with my dogs. I have allowed myself the right and the power to truly know what goes into my dog's bodies. I can say, yeah, that came from a local, grass-fed, free-range cow, chicken, whatever animal it may be. This piece of meat is from a cow or is from a chicken. Someone didn't mold a bunch of corn and pea protein together with some fake flavors and tell me it's from a cow or from a chicken. It's from an actual cow or an actual chicken and I want you to have that same feeling of confidence and power over your pet's health. If you don't have that and you want it, please ask yourself, am I giving my dog's body what it needs to be nourished and healthy? And if you're not, please allow yourself the freedom to help them thrive. On that note, I want to say thank you. Thank you for joining the Give Your Dog a Bone podcast this week and for allowing yourself to learn about our topic, which was digestion. Our dog's digestive process and how you can help them to optimize their ability to break down foods. Like I said earlier, if you want to learn more about the Louie and Me community and how you can become a part of our movement, please subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also connect to our blog on www.LouieAndMeDogCare.com You can subscribe there for amazing and helpful content. We upload a new blog post every Friday. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like I said earlier, I have all of that info in the show notes for you, along with the Louie and me email. So please, if you have questions, others probably do too. Send us that email. We will help to answer that question here on the show. I hope that you have a good week and that you keep allowing nature to nurture your beautiful self and your beautiful pets. Thank you, we'll see you soon.